In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. I call your attention to the words of our text, 1 Thessalonians 1, verses 4 to 7. St. Paul writes, For we know, brothers, loved by God, that He has chosen you, because our gospel came to you not only in word, but also in power, and in the Holy Spirit, and with full conviction. You know what kind of men we proved to be among you for your sake. And you became imitators of us and of the Lord. For you received the word in much affliction with the joy of the Holy Spirit. So that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and in Achaia. This is our text. St. Paul in our text speaks of power that was manifest in the church at Thessalonica. Do we have that power today? I once bought an expensive vacuum cleaner, but it had no power until, you guessed it, until it was plugged in. A vacuum needs power from the outside itself to work, and the church, our church, needs that source outside ourselves. Like Thessalonica, we have the power Paul speaks of. The gospel has come to us. Now to many of us, it first came through holy baptism, a washing of regeneration of the Holy Spirit. It came to us with the power of life. Sadly, for some who have been baptized, it is a dead letter, an unused grace, a wasted line. But in some churches which have forgotten the gospel, it's the only grace that they have. God be praised, we have not forgotten the gospel through the word of the Bible taught and preached among us. The gospel has come to us. It's one of the things we celebrate in the year of Reformation anniversary. The recovery of the gospel through the word of God. Pioneered by Luther and other reformers. And among us, the word of the Bible is taught and preached. And many of you have believed. You keep coming back for more. Praise be to God. And you exhibit the full conviction that St. Paul talks about. But not only this, through the body of Christ, the communion, the fellowship with Christ in his body and blood, you know that not just your soul, but your body and your soul have been redeemed. For we enjoy fellowship with Christ, not merely by ascending our souls to heaven, but by giving thanks to God that Christ himself has come to earth to redeem not just our souls, but our body and soul. And we are strengthened in this faith and confidence through the celebration of the Holy Sacrament as we do so today. And through the body of Christ, which is this fellowship, his church gathered in his name, 
For he has promised, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. And he comes to us through the fellowship of other believers, through the mutual encouragement and prayer of Christians one for another. I know that when I come to church, whether here at St. John's and I know everybody, or visiting in a strange place, I am refreshed at the sight of other believers, those who have come as I have, to hear the word of God, to rejoice in the Holy Gospel, to know the Savior's presence as we gather around his word and sacrament. And this peace through the gospel inspires us to promote peace elsewhere in our lives. You know, the word inspire means to breathe in, which is what the Holy Spirit does for us. The Holy Spirit is the breath of God. He breathes into us when we hear his word, receive his sacraments. Our hearts are changed and we become conduits of the grace of God toward others. We have peace with God because He does not hold our sins against us. And we have peace with others because we do not hold their sins against them. Even if they don't know it, we do not allow our lives to be defined by the pain that others may cause us. We allow our lives to be defined by the grace, the peace, the strength, the example of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, though we were enemies of God, gave his life for us, and we ourselves will forgive those who maliciously or ignorantly sin against us. We resist the temptation to take sides in conflicts. We serve as peacemakers through gentle words, through reinterpretation and reframing situations so that others may enjoy peace. Rather than stirring the pots, we will be the blessed peacemakers that Christ calls the sons of God in his Beatitudes. And that power of God is manifest in those who yield to others, who take the lowest seat. The power of God is manifest in what appears to humans to be weakness or meekness, the meekness which inherits the earth. And like Thessalonica, we have become examples for other believers. Now that seems like a pretty extravagant claim. Are we all examples all the time? No. Not even your pastor, the professional Christian, is an example all the time. Just ask my family. But we are all in the process. We are all in training, as in a hospital. All are healing, and we can see examples of hope among us and around us, those who have made progress. As in any hospital, there are many examples of hope. People who are suffering from one disease or condition 
and others who have healed and made progress. And we can receive encouragement and hope from the healing that we see in others. And so we can see that in one another here in this community of Christians. We see improved Christian lives, less slavery to sin, more avoiding the temptations. You know, in every church, there's someone about whom people say, you know, 20 years ago he got drunk and really disgraced himself and his family. It's too bad we remember the sin and don't give thanks for the last 19 years in which that individual has reformed and experienced the gift of temperance and self-control and faithfulness despite the mean things that people continue to say about him. Yes, in any, in any hospital there are examples of hope. There's more mindfulness of others, more eagerness to yield the spotlight. We see in our members growth in understanding, growth in wisdom, growth in love. So I invite you to look at other believers in this church. Which ones are worth emulating? Which qualities do they have, do you see in others that you should give thanks for and maybe ask for a portion, a share for yourself? So often we look at others to identify their faults, but the Holy Spirit prompts us to look at others and find the reasons to give thanks and praise to God, to find the evidence of the Spirit's work in the lives around us. St. Paul says in our text, you became imitators of us and of the Lord. So look for qualities to thank God for and ask for among your fellow believers. Qualities like gentleness, self-control, generosity, patience, love, joy, peace. I see one or more of those gifts in every one of you. And they are, they just happen to be what St. Paul calls in Galatians 5, the fruits of the Spirit. Now some churches become personality cults because they identify with one person, often the leader, whose personality seems to be the reflection of God for them. Make no mistake about it, there is only one person we worship here, and that is our Lord Jesus Christ. But His qualities, His gifts have been sprinkled among all of our members. And His personality is made manifest among us by the work of the Holy Spirit. And your call in Christ is to manifest Him, your Lord, to those around you. You are grounded in the word and sacraments, that source of power outside you. You are placed in a setting where people can be forgiven, helped, and blessed through you. You are given the privilege of prayer to bring your needs to God and to plead and intercede for others' needs. You are grafted into the body of Christ his church, that his power may flow through you to others. And you may know that you are loved and chosen by God, as Paul says in our text. As we celebrate the anniversary of the gospel's recovery 
in the Reformation. And the gospel's presence in our church community these last 140 years. Let us rejoice that God's power indeed is among us who receive the word in much affliction, but with the joy of the Holy Spirit. We give thanks for the work of the Spirit in this church and in those of you, our senior saints, who have witnessed God's work among us in these last decades. Amen. Amen. And may that peace of God that surpasses understanding keep your hearts and minds in this true faith to life everlasting. Amen. Amen.